Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Steve Hartman. You proved once again you are the biggest jackass on the planet. Mike Costa. And just simple things like getting out of bed or stepping over the bathtub to get into the shower. Eh. It's Loose Cannons time. Our number two. The Loose Cannons on Exit 1360, Fox Sports, San Diego. Yeah, at SportsSD.com. On the Hardwick and Richards page, on the Loose Cannons page, different perspectives of my running around in my underwear on Friday night. TMZ. TMZ. I heard even the Queen mm. over in England saw it. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Awesome. Or as Rich Ornberger said, it's nauseating and awesome. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that'll get a lot of traffic. I was not arrested. Nobody uh, nope. came by to uh, arrest me. No, out there. The, I was really surprised. We had the park to ourselves on a Friday night. That yeah. Was, it was nice. No family out there, you know. At the picnic table, doing the little barbecue thing or anything like that. Well, anybody that would have walked across the park and came across that would have probably whipped That's a 180 true. and went home. Yeah. So Now, uh, Ernie, uh, when I was running to the imaginary first base, was there to high five yep. at first base. That was a weird diamond. I think I ran actually <laughs> longer than an actual diamond, you may, I guess. You may have, but yeah. we wanted to prolong the moment. <laughs> yeah. you know, I had out, a slow trot. Ernie out there to greet you was reminiscent of Hank Aaron when that guy yes. ran out at second <laughs> oh, base. Without a doubt. Very without similar. A doubt. The, great the two guys running yep. alongside me. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Mazeroski had that as well. Fans yeah. coming out of the stands wanting to run with me. I kept, I kept making the offer. Anybody else want to run in their underwear? Nobody, nobody, you know, I, uh, no I, takers. And I didn't even think about that that until the end i think it was everybody just was sort of amazed that it was actually happening <laughs> and on the verge of throwing up that's yeah. a good way to put it everyone you know everyone yeah. one, you're about to throw up yeah so yeah. and i ended up wearing no shoes i took my socks off and everything so it was no, good, you, just, just my underwear to the letter of the law yeah. as far as the bet was concerned you mm -hmm. adhered to it interesting yep. interesting were you disturbed by my belly button that box. I no, I didn't even, didn't even notice. Didn't even notice. No. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't. It, yeah, why were those guys staring in that area of the body? <laughs> why? Who brought that up? I didn't even. Oh, know Willard. That. Willard. Willard was yeah, just Willard fixated was on fixated on my uh, belly button. Wow. Yeah, so. I don't know. I was looking at Ormberger's thighs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Glistening even through his pants. I told Rich as he was leaving today. Every time I heard this on Friday night. <laughs> I just went, oh, this is great. This is great. Because he was he was pouring with a lead hand. <laughs> uh, all right. It, yeah, it was, uh, as Steve I found knows. out later. <laughs> it's that time. Four and four. Four and four. Four, four top stores of the four day. And four and four. Ernie four, Martinez. Four, he's four. four. He's always laughing. Four and four. four. four.
4 at 4 is brought to you by Sombrero Mexican Food, serving the freshest San Diego-style Mexican food. And thanks again for their wonderful staff that catered the event on Friday night. They have the burrito deal going on right now, $6.95. Your choice of one of their five signature burritos, chips, salsa, and a drink. Check them out. Find out what your fix is at SombreroMex.com. Was it just me because we always love Sombrero? Always. Oh, yeah. yeah. But as that night progressed, it tasted better and better and better. I mean, it was like, wow. Once well, I went, what I know it was funny too, because you had it all laid out. Mm-hmm. You know, they came in all the and nobody wanted to start eating. No, no one ever wants to be the first person. I did. I figured I better start eating. So I Shocker. had my first run, and as soon as that started, it, it was just unreal. And people were like all the wives were, you know, just little yeah. little bits yeah. and pieces here. But as the night progressed, <laughs> You guys, see those plates? She's, guys were going back and just <laughs> trying it like, give me more What about it, Brent? Was it the beans, the rice? Was it just uh, the chicken, tacos? I think uh, I had pork. Pork? You went to the pork? I went to the pork this time. Yeah, yeah. 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 I had it all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I so did I. Twice. We're still eating chips. And, there's, and those chips and salt. I mean, I could eat their chips and sauce all day. I mean, it's just seriously. Unbelievable. All right. Mm. Going back to that Friday night. <laughs> Starving. I, let's get it started. Number four. What's wrong with the Aztecs? <laughs> oh, that is cruel. That is unbelievable. Uh, On your home of the Aztecs. I don't know. Wow. Because uh, again, again, just like former scripts. They're in the game. They're playing a decent first half. How many times does Dutch have to say we need to play 40 minutes of basketball? Dang it. They're on the road against Nevada, 23rd ranked team in the country, and it's tied at halftime. Yeah. So you're thinking, all right, the, you know, the, the Aztecs are due for one of these games. They did it against Gonzaga. They did it on the road against Colorado State. You know, Nevada just lost at home to UNLV, so it wasn't like they were unbeatable. Like, you know, this is going to be the game. They get a huge win on the road, turn it around. Final score, Nevada 83, Aztecs 58. They got outscored by 25 points in the second half. Blowout loss. The Aztecs have now lost six of their last eight. They're 5-7 and seven in conference play, 13-10 and 10 overall. I'll tell you right now, they're on their pace to the worst season they've had since 2005. Yeah, they went 11-18 that that season. Again, I'm gonna and I'm gonna say it until the season's over. I I don't think they're gonna go into any sort of postseason. Unfortunately, I just think right now it is it is a mix of guys that either have not gelled and they should be gelling at this yep. point of the season. And I think the future of this Aztecs basketball team in the next year or two is in the youth that Dutch has. Costa, you know, last year they won 19 games. They had won at least 20 games 11 years in a row. 11 years in a row the Aztecs won at least 20 games. Last year we were all like, oh, 19. Right now they're 13 and 10. So even if they sweep the last six games of the regular season, that's still just 19. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I... I, I believe in Brian Dutcher. He knows these players. It's not like some outsider came in. 
But for whatever reason, they're just not responding. We heard them on Thursday during the Brian Dutcher show. You know, that these guys have got to get out there and they got to, you know, they got to play a full game. And time and time again, these Aztecs just fall apart. Critical turnovers at really bad points in the game. And the defense is is just getting gat, yep. uh, gouged. The and they defense. Just, what happened to Aztecs' defense? It has, it has been missing all year. Yep. And this effort, you know, you know, sort of speed up the game and maybe give the uh, the fans a little more appealing look by you know being uh, you know running the ball no, a little it's bit not more. Working. You know what's appealing? Winning. Right now, the Aztecs are not. I'm going Wednesday. number oh. three. Are you going to the game? Wednesday night, yeah. All right. That'll turn it around. I hope so. Yeah, thank you. My two eyebrows have formed a coalition. <laughs> My unibrow. Greatest unibrow ever. Rest in peace. Without question. And I had no idea who this was until Hartman started showing me old baseball cards with Wally Moon's face on him. Well, wow. first of all, there's a wow. local tie to Wally Moon, and and he was a very good player. He was a three-time All-Star. He was the National League Rookie of the Year in 1954. You know who he beat out for Rookie of the Year that year? Ernie Banks and Hank Aaron. Wow. That's the kind of rookie year he had with the Cardinals. Then he came to the Dodgers in 1959, the year they won their first World Series in L.A., he was the best player on the team, fourth in the MVP voting. He had these moonshots, you know, at the old L.A. Coliseum before they built Dodger Stadium. It was short to left field. Now, he was a left-handed hitter, but they had a really high fence, and he learned how to hit opposite field high and get it over the fence with what is called moonshots. Uh, he also played on two other World Series winners with the Dodgers. He had a really solid career, but the San Diego tie is the first year of the Padres in 1969 – Wally Moon was the Padres' hitting coach and first base coach. And he was only with them one year. But that's not the story with Wally Moon. <laughs> Greatest unibrow ever. Yep. It, it, Is there anything to compare? You no. can talk about Anthony Davis. Forget no. it. It's a third eyebrow. That's how thick it is. <laughs> it is straight across. And did with, it, with equal thickness all the way across. You know, you you could see like maybe it's a unibrow, but it's a little. No. The, the thickness of the unibrow is equal to his actual brow. It's a straight yeah. strip. Just <laughs> Google Wally Moon. Incredible. Yeah. And what's interesting, as he got older and his hair got gray, it appeared like he had gotten rid of the unibrow. But when you see a close-up, you say it's still there. It's just all the hairs are white. So you don't see it anymore. He Doesn't, never shaved it, never waxed it, never let it Doesn't, lived with it. Natural. Wow, that's yeah. that's commitment. That's yeah, a commitment. And, and, this, this, and a guy, this is a guy who had a great twelve-year career in Major League Baseball, three World Series winners, three-time All Star, and you see those baseball cards year mm-hmm. after year after year, man. And he is just owning that I got, unibrow. I got his rookie card, and yeah. he had it then. Oh yeah, yeah. all the way to the end. He, this, it's just like Raleigh Fingers. Raleigh's never going to get rid of the handlebar mustache. Yeah, but the handlebar mustache, that's, he, he created yeah, that. Yeah, I can, I can stomach that. Yeah, the unibrow is uh, something you're born with and you can remove. Yeah. Yes, you can. You can we, actually get rid of a unibrow, but you, he owned it. I can't believe like Mrs. Moon or someone went up to him and said, Wall, let's <laughs> let's dish it, dude. Well, now, Ernie told, us, told me a story of a woman that slept with Wally Moon every night. No. 
Yeah. Wow, what an appetite. <laughs> so how did she feel about the unibrow? So you, you knew so a woman that slept with Wally well, Moon she, every night. She kept telling me. She goes, I used to go to bed with uh, Wally Moon every night. Every and, night. And, Damn. Mm-hmm. Eat your heart out, finally, Will Chamberlain. Finally, the third time I asked her, she was a very, she is a very nice lady. I just felt like, okay, there's a punchline. So I just said, was he good? <laughs> and she looked at me. She goes, oh, no, not in that way. So My you, husband. A strange woman you're saying wasn't good? That seems a little. Jeez, Ernie. <laughs> wow. But she goes, no, my husband would listen to the Dodger games and he would fall asleep. Right. And oh. that meant she had to listen to him. As she, I went, ah, oh, totally do. Okay, because yeah. we went immediately yeah, to yeah. she's having relations with Brian. Right, Moon. and then she's thinking about moonshots yeah. and all and this then, kind of stuff. And then, right. and then I went so far as to think that <laughs> Wally Moon was <laughs> this other lady's dad. I go, I didn't know Wally Moon was your dad. She goes, what are you talking about? I said, I was talking with your mom. A lot of people she say just that to you. Laughing. What are you talking <laughs> <Yeah>. about? <laughs> It's a long story. So, uh, but that unibrow, if you have not seen the Wally Moon unibrow, it is the Beths. I mean, it's, it is a solid straight across eyebrow. It's like going into St. Peter's Basilica for the first time. You're just like, wow, wow. Awesome. It's kind of like Lon Chaney when he first starts to turn into the wolf man. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And that unibrow, but I mean, you know, the fact is, you know, it's, it's so easy to eliminate if necessary. Yeah. And he's like, no way, man. I, I was born with this, and I am. I'm living with I'm this. I'm hot. So there he is. The passing of a legend. The unibrow. Number one unibrow, Wally Moon. Number two. How to make LeBron happy. Apparently, trade away everyone that he was used to playing with. Good God. You know, the stat uh, about the last month in the NBA, I don't have the exact number, but I've heard this from enough people. LeBron James had the worst plus minus over the last month of any player in the entire league. So you see the stats, he's still scoring 20 plus points. You see the rebounds and assists, but his plus minus, which is based on the point differential while he's actually on the court. He had the biggest minus of any player in the entire league. So last night was his first game, uh, well, over the weekend, was the first game that he had, was yesterday. That was another hard side story. Um, so the Cavs are on the road against the Boston Celtics. And they blow out Boston in Boston. Mm-hmm. And his plus minus was a plus 23. He was high-fiving. Jordan Clarkson's making shots. Larry Nance is making shots. Well, Clarkson Rodney had, Hood. Clarkson had 17 off the bench. Rodney Hood had 15. Yeah. George Hill had 12. I mean, Larry Nance was Jr. was playing defense like there's no tomorrow. Right. And remember, three of those guys, Hill's 32, but the other three are all 25 years old. So in one game, LeBron is reborn. Yes. They looked really good blowing out the Celtics in Boston. By the way, who made the decision in Boston yesterday on a day where they were honoring Paul Pierce to do it? After the game, I, I have no idea. First off, they come running out there, you know, in their traditional Boston grays. Right. <laughs> yeah. Nothing screens Boston like the grays. <laughs> they probably still wore their green leggings, though. They did. So if you're a Celtic fan watching your team, I mean, the Cavs were up. They won by 20. They were up by 26. I mean, it was a blowout. 
And normally you're like, well, I got, I'm leaving early. I'm not going to sit here through this debacle. But if you wanted to see the Paul Pierce, you right. know, post game show, you had to sit through that debacle. So not a good day in Boston. But, uh, you know, the thing about it is, Costa, if this Cleveland team really does come together. Well, they're still the third best team in the East. Well, they have the third best record third in the East. Third best record in the East. Well, they just blew out well, the team yeah. that had the best record in the East in Boston. No, it's, it is a great storyline for the NBA because of all the bad news that's been coming out of uh, Cleveland, how much you know LeBron hates Dan Gilbert. But if you're LeBron, what if LeBron falls in love with this group? Oh, and all of a sudden he's like, you know what? Maybe I will stay in Cleveland. No, and it goes back to what everyone has been saying. Don't, don't set it in stone. LeBron's going to become a Los Angeles Laker. Nothing sure. I mean, nope. we, we went over that whole scenario. We'll continue to count that down. But uh, at least for one night, mm, LeBron was the happiest guy in the league. Number one. Wrong Come on, yes. Wrong Come on, yes. Wrong Come on, yes. Will the Eagles trade the wrong quarterback? Come on, yes. As great it is that they're still riding the high of winning the Super Bowl, They've got an issue on their hands. Well, it's not an issue, but they have options. They have options, but it's a difficult decision to make. Well, we came up with three options that the Eagles have. All right. So as far as quarterback is concerned, one thing that the one thing we've established right now with the Eagles is can they win a Super Bowl with Nick Foles as quarterback? I think they can. And the answer is yes. That's the one thing we definitely know. Here are the three options for the Eagles at quarterback right now. You could do nothing. Foles is under contract. I'm sure there already are teams calling the Eagles about Nick Foles. But you say, no, we got to wait until we see the condition of Carson Wentz. It's only prudent. Right. You have to. So you have the option of just staying with Foles and Wentz all year. Because you just saw Wentz went down, what, 13th game? He went down. Foles takes over, you win the Super Bowl. Or... Somebody makes you an offer that just you can't say no as far as Foles is concerned. Some ones, some twos, package it like that. Well, I, I, again, they're not going to. The only way they're going to get a one is if we get into the season. This is what happened with the Vikings when they gave up a one to get Sam Bradford away from the Eagles. That's a possibility. Right now, you're probably looking at a two. All right, for Nick Foles. Or, or you trade Carson Wentz. <gasps> What's the age difference? Only three years. Carson Wentz is only three years younger than Nick Foles. And if you think about it, if you put Carson Wentz, and it's not just the fact that he's only two years in league, it is a part of it because he has a rookie contract. So he's not making that big money. Not yet. If you put Wentz on the market, you can pretty much dictate what you want. I mean, give me an example. Let's say the Browns say, uh, okay, uh, we'll give you the number one overall pick and the fourth overall pick. And I'm, I'm the Eagles. I'm like, and? Yeah, it's it's going to be a king's ransom. I mean, you're talking about a 25-year-old quarterback that easily could have been the league's MVP had he not gotten hurt at the end of the year. But, but you but you don't need him. I mean, I mean, Nick Foles is only 29 years old. He just turned 29 last month. Okay, I know he had that... Uh really good season a couple of years ago, but does you, know, he, you want to see more consistency? Is he, yeah. Is he, is he, can, does he, if he started the season with the Eagles, does he get them where he picked up the team at? I don't see why not. You know why? Because, and let's give credit to the great Frank Reich 
legendary Chargers offensive mm-hmm. coordinator fired two years ago, uh, who is now the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. But he, Doug Peterson, I don't know what role Frank Wright played, but let's just assume Doug Peterson made the call. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When Nick Foles took over for Wentz, he was playing okay. Nothing special. You know what turned it around? They decided... You remember that Nick Foles that was here in 2013 when he had 27 touchdowns and two picks and a 119 passer rating? How was he doing it? It was the run-pass option offense. Now, under Chip Kelly, they ran it a lot quicker. They slowed it down a little bit because, they, you know, that frantic pace. They, in, in that run-pass option passing system, Foles is unstoppable. And the Patriots knew they were going to run it and everyone Still assumed that Belichick is the best defense of mine against the run-pass option. Still couldn't stop him. No, especially when you don't have the defensive players that you want to try and have uh, and stop it. Well, let me ask you, Kasi. You're the Eagles. You just won the Super Bowl. One thing about winning a Super Bowl, especially when you've never won one before, you started giving yourself some time. Yes. I mean, of course, people want to see more of it. But, I mean, it's like if you don't win the Super Bowl. No, even as idiotic as the Eagle fan base is, they're – they're happy for a oh, season or two. Yeah, they'll be celebrating that for a couple of years. But if you could pick up just a boatload of draft picks. Yikes. Boatload of draft picks. High picks. Three number ones at least for Carson Wentz. I don't know about you, man, I but think, I might think about it. I think what's going to happen in the long run, they're going to hold on to Nick Foles. I think there's going to be quite a spirited quarterback competition to begin the the new year when it gets underway in March. Uh, and if anything, it might be a decision where they see Carson comes back, he's 100% healthy, and they move Foles to the team that really needs a quarterback. If you're with us on that, 570-1360. If you think we're flat-out delusional, 570-1360. At Can Hartman, it costs the 1360 Texas, 70470. The Super Bowl losers are about to make their biggest change ever. The latest on their evolution coming up next. Hey, what's up? It's Ornberger coming up tomorrow right at noon on the Mark and Rich Show. So Johnny Football, Johnny Manziel, he had a uh, interview recently where he unfolded a couple of issues with mental health during his meltdown in the NFL. Is he excused? We're going to discuss this at noon on Extra 1360 Fox Sports, San Diego. What was the heaven's view of Steve Hartman running the bases in his skivvies this past Friday night? Check out the Loose Cannons page. Mm. We have the drone footage. See what the moon and the stars were witnessed at the field of screams at sportssd.com. I mean, how many people get drone perspective on anything? Not a lot. Not a lot. Certainly not a situation like that. Sportssd.com. It's all over the place. Oh, it is. All right, Costa. I, you know how sometimes you hear a rumor or maybe even you're creating a rumor. All right. There we you, go. You start thinking about things, <laughs> about possibilities. And Let's see if it sticks against the wall and we throw it out exactly. there. And then then you throw out to somebody that you know is you you anticipate they're just gonna laugh in your face, but they don't. 
Here's what happened over the weekend. You ready for this? So we were all talking about the whole Josh McDaniels situation. I guess now, you know, all these former Patriots or, you know, in the know are saying, no, he hasn't been promised anything. Well, William McGinnis is on the the record saying there was no succession plan in place, or there is no succession plan. So let's get this straight. He turned down all that money to be the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts to stay in New England to do what? Still be the offensive coordinator. Still work with Tom Brady. For an indefinite period of time. Knowing, of course, by turning down the Indianapolis job, he's essentially burned himself with every other team in football forever. Might be professional suicide, some would call it. I mean, considering that they'd already signed coaches from other teams. Yeah, that he told, hey, leave your leave your team, get to Indy, because I'm going to be the head coach. I mean, Frank Reich taking that Colts job inherits those coaches. That's going to be a challenge. <laughs> in other right. words, he has to take those assistant coaches that came there for Josh McDaniels. So, trying to figure, remember how the night that McDaniels, you know, made it official that he wasn't going to Indianapolis, Mm -hmm. that Bob Kraft had dinner with Bill Belichick. Yeah, right there, Patriot Place. So, we're all trying to figure out what exactly were they talking about? Well, Rich Ornberger was under the impression that that meeting was the first foray into, let's start planning your exit strategy right and remember one of the things that he's been saying is is that he believes belichick will not coach the patriots this uh, in 2018 but then i thought wait a second if i'm bob Kraft and i have the most successful coach in nfl history i'm not going to let him walk i'm trading him much like raiders did with gruden Gruden got two ones and two twos. With nothing under his belt at that time. Right. He hadn't won anything. I mean, he, you know, he obviously shown he is a good young coach. Now, age is a factor, obviously, with Belichick. He's in his mid-60s. But when you think about it, if you're Bob Kraft and you're quietly throwing it out there, and obviously Belichick would have to approve the deal. He's not going to accept any deal. So what I did was, I'm, we're talking about oh. this idea that maybe they're trying to trade Belichick. I, I, that wouldn't surprise me. Remember, they lost a pick where the, uh, you know, the deflate gate and all yeah. this. Suddenly, you you get multiple ones. I mean, how much how much would you willing? Let, let, let's 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 talk about the Denver Broncos. All right, you got Vance Joseph. Okay. I, I don't think Vance no brainer. Joseph. Right? No brainer. So if you're the Broncos, if you're John Elway, would you make a trade to bring Bill Belichick to Denver? In a heartbeat. So fast to make your head swim. Right. So fast. And there would have to be some kind of guarantee that he stays at least five years, right? Oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah. You need your assurances. You're not just going to make the big bombshell and then right. Bill goes, I'm out. Yeah. After Gruden went to Tampa, he signed a long-term yeah. deal. Okay. So I'm, I'm, we're talking about this. And then we bring on Alex Marvez. You know, Alex is, you know, this. So I said, you know, Alex, we're having this discussion. And I'm expecting him like, come on. Another one of yours, Hartman. Yeah. Come on, Hartman. You know what his reaction? He goes, you know, I guess anything's possible. <laughs> So apparently, if he's saying that, he's hearing the th- same things. That it's it's not about just Belichick walking away. Why, if he retires, 
or if he decides to walk away, forget that. I mean, I, it would be the same thing if you had Tom Brady. I can let him walk. I, I want to get something in return. So apparently there is buzz that I can substantiate with people who know a lot better than I do that behind the scenes, they're floating it out there. If someone is willing to pay the price to bring in Bill Belichick in a trade. Oh, man. Who else? Who else would? Who else? Denver, to me, would be number one. Kansas City? I well, mean, has Andy hit the ceiling there? I, no, would, I, Andy, Andy Reid's not going anywhere. No, this, he's, okay. he's, I, it's got to be a team that, On the that Belichick would be interested in. And remember... So many things have to be a fact here with Belichick. Ownership is number one. Is it ownership I can deal with? Obviously, he basically had a run of the show until recently with Bob Kraft in New England. So he's, you know, the idea of Jerry Jones paying the price may not work. I mean, it seemed to work, but the idea that Jerry would step aside and allow Belichick to do his thing probably is wishful thinking. Would he ever think about the Cleveland Browns again? Young? Well, you remember, you have the first and the fourth picks in the draft. First and fourth, that page is, that chapter of the book is still open. He returns. It's like LeBron coming back to Cleveland. I'm going to bring a Super Bowl to Cleveland. Does he finally go and accept the Jets job? Wow. Twice he's been introduced as the coach Twice. of the Jets and never coached a game for the Jets as head coach. How about that? I think in terms of the Denver Broncos and Belichick going and I want it so bad because the Chargers would just drop further <laughs> out of the picture as far as being relevant. I just, I it's it's something that apparently, and, and when you think about it, it does make sense. If you're of the belief, again, we hear from our own Rich Ormberger, that Belichick will not be the coach of the Patriots in 2018, but you're not going to let him walk. I mean, you, this is the greatest coach in the history of the league. So, I mean, you're, if you float it out there, Again, he has to approve it, but if Denver, who else? Cleveland's interesting. I agree with you on Cleveland. I think I think that's something he might might be interested in. Who else? Who else is out there where he, he like? Because again, he doesn't have a ton of time. Five years, no, maybe. He does. I don't think he wants to go back to something that he he's gonna have to start at square one. I was about to say the Houston Texans, but O'Brien's a he's friend not going of his. anywhere. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Mm. <laughs> Pittsburgh? No, they're not going to get rid See, of See, I think he would want to go to a situation where he can flip the bird to Kraft and Brady and make sure that he's playing them, if not in the regular season, the playoffs. Yeah, but more and more people are saying Belichick is not going to be the coach of the Patriots in 2018. He is not. I agree with Rich, and I've had enough people backing it up saying he is not going wall. to be the coach in 2018. If they're trading away the quarterbacks that you wanted to keep, like Jimmy Garoppolo... Would this be an unbelievable scenario? They bring in an outside guy, and then he fires Josh McDaniels. That'd be awesome. So be Belichick awesome. walks, and they go, they don't give it to McDaniels. They give it to somebody else, and then they tell McDaniels to walk. Wow. Pound sand. All right. Uh, get your reaction out there. See, huh? you hear things on this show. How many times have we said something here that later turns out to be true? Happens all the time. 570-1360 at Canna Hartman Acosta 1360. Text us 70470. Isaiah Thomas made his debut with the Lakers and says he was reborn. Hallelujah. 
We're going to tell you why that's really bad news for the purple and gold coming up next. Tomorrow morning on Hardwick and Richards with spring training nearly upon us. The pitchers and the catchers report who is going to be the ace of this staff. Brian Dutcher joins us at 810. What is going on with the Aztecs basketball team? We get started at 6 a.m. on extra 1360 Fox Sports San Diego. Well, if you haven't seen it already, it's something you won't be able to see or unsee once you've seen it. God, that, that of course, truth? was the bet finally paid off. And yes, yours truly running the bases in my underwear this past Friday night. You can check out the glorious video right there. Hardwick and Richards page, sportssc.com. Also on the Canon page, we have drone footage and multiple cameras set up yeah. for this debacle. You watched it. You can't unwatch it. Yeah. Once you've seen it, it just it sears in your head for like forever. <laughs> The drone footage is kind of like that part in like almost every cops episode when the dude's running through the backyards and like they got the spotlights yeah. on him. <laughs> <laughs> and and thank and Topher, my son, is the one who was uh, operating the drone at the time. And when he brought it back down, he said it just kind of edited. He didn't edit that. It just whatever program he was using just pieced it all together with pick that music. Yes, that you're going to hear. Awesome. So yeah. yeah, check out the drone footage. I like the drone footage because again, it's it's far away. Far away. So you sort of see the outline of, yes. of me out yeah. there. So it's all there for you at sportssd.com <laughs> if you so dare. Isaiah Thomas made his debut with the Lakers, and and you got to go back to last year. I mean, what a year Isaiah Thomas had. And this guy, when you think about, it, this is a guy that was the last player picked in the draft, sixty out of sixty. Five foot nine. No one really thinks he has a ghost of a chance uh, of really making in this league. A couple of years ago, he begged the Lakers, begged them for an opportunity. They passed. He ends up in Boston after first going to Phoenix. And last year, he was unreal. Second in the league in scoring. Second team All-NBA. Fifth in the MVP voting. And the good news for him was he's a year away from free agency. He's got to be thinking Max Deal. Oh, of course. Because the Celtics won. It wasn't like he's putting up empty points. They end up the number one seed in the East. And then he hurt the hip right at the end in the playoffs. Brutal. Then he gets traded to Cleveland. He's not ready to play. And then when he does play. He doesn't mesh. He doesn't mesh. He doesn't play well. He's obviously not 100%. So now he's with the Lakers. And remember, he is a free agent at the end of this year. He's only making like six million bucks. Well, he's a bargain. Right, but he wants a max deal. He ain't getting a max he deal. He wants 30 million a year like these other guys are getting. No. So he goes out this first game with the Lakers, and they're hot. They've won four in a row, 12 out of 16. And he's putting it up, man. And well, he put- he's, as you said, he's driving the paint. Mm-hmm. He's not looking for someone else to shoot. He's all screwed. I'll do it. I'm the point guard. 22 points in 31 minutes. But, but. but. <laughs> The Lakers lose to the lowly Mavericks, giving up 130. Here's the problem with a 5'9 point guard. Yeah, he can do some things specials on the offensive end. Zero defense. You're basically posting up with four guys when you go back on defense. So what do you do, Costa, the rest of the way with Isaiah Thomas? I mean, you know, you got your other kids that you're trying to, you know, still put something together. You're not really in the playoff picture. Are you going to let this guy pretty much have his way so he can audition and 
you know, give himself uh, an opportunity to make something on the free agent market? Or are you giving him the opportunity to prove that maybe we don't need to deal with that Lonzo Ball garbage anymore and his father now making demands that if we don't draft LiAngelo Ball, if you're just tuning in, uh, LeVar made it clear if they do not draft LiAngelo Ball, if LiAngelo Ball is not a Laker next season, Lonzo will walk at the end of his current contract. If you're Palinka and Magic, and Luke Walton for that matter, you pull him aside and you go, okay, you you basically now have a half-season audition. Not only for other teams, but for us as well. Because jury is still out on Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball is still hurt. You're all we have right now. The problem with Isaiah Thomas, though, is he just didn't get along with LeBron James. If you keep Isaiah Thomas, then you've basically said bye-bye to LeBron. Do you think this is the point where Magic and them finally sit down with Lonzo and go, hey, kid, this is your life. It's time for you to start making your own decisions and stop letting your father call all the shots. You'd think they would have had that conversation, though, before the season started. I would, If I were the Lakers right now, I would not hide in the shadows on this one. I would just absolutely, because he came out with a written statement, all written about the fact that he made it clear that if LiAngelo Ball and LaMelo are not both Lakers— then Lonzo's done. That he, whoever, and then at that point on, that anybody who wants Lonzo has to have all three brothers. Now, this is what happened to UCLA, but UCLA got away with it because of what happened to LiAngelo Ball in China. But is LeVar Ball so disillusioned? Yes. Yes. Or delusional? Yes. That he really looks at LiAngelo Ball and thinks NBA player? Absolutely. He doesn't even hesitate. Oh, my God. God, not think, just NBA player, a potential All Star. <laughs> I think in his mind, Lonzo's so good that you're going to take him just to get Lonzo, whether Angelo sucks or not. Yeah, you're going to take him just because Lonzo's so great. He said, "If you, if, this is what he wrote today. This came out today that if if you watch, if you are paying attention, the Ball brothers, Lonzo's better with his brothers. He's at his best when he has his brothers with him." So, I th- okay, the, this whole the Isaiah that, Thomas right. thing takes on a whole different layer now if you're the Lakers. If, if keeping Isaiah Thomas means you're going to crater your chances, LeBron, you are not going to keep Isaiah Thomas. You go to him and say, listen, we're tired of this ball crap. He's hurt. We're sick of his dad's mouth. We're giving you the half-year audition. Go make the best of it. And then LeBron calls you and said, if you keep Isaiah Thomas, I promise you, I'm not counting. I, I I I had enough with him. Sure. No, I'm sure that maybe that's a conversation that maybe has already taken place since the trade. But you're gonna you give him this half year to audition for another basketball team. But in the process, you also tell Alonzo Ball, just like uh, Isaiah has six months to audition. You better go out there and audition as well because we ain't keeping you. Why do the Lakers not listen? Did they honestly think LeVar Ball was going to change his tune? No. Yeah, they, I think they did. They must I have really thought. thought. They must have really thought that somehow this guy was going to change. He has not. Now he's doubled down. Either you draft LiAngelo Ball or my son walks. Gone. All right. And by the way, you say, well, what will happen to LiAngelo? He said, if LiAngelo Ball is not drafted by the Lakers – that he will return and play the next two years with his brother in Lithuania until his younger brother is eligible for the draft. And then Lonzo will be gone already and looking for a new team that will only go to if they take the brothers along as well. Crazy. All right, time to qualify someone right now for the cannon shot of the day. This out! It's a tweet from Kim R. Have no idea about the Padres. Just looking forward to the Padre Nation song, Hell's Bells, 
and not hearing about Spanos or the Dodgers either. Is baseball sending a message to the stars looking for mega deals that the times are a-changing? I'm going to tell you why the game might soon look a lot different after this.